Good day to you and welcome to the Wesleyan Airway, a program where we discuss a variety of topics and meet a multitude of great and interesting people. Today I am privileged to have Derek Hancock, the Station General Manager and Program Manager for the WKWC 90.3 Wesleyan Radio. Derek began his position at KWC in 2012. I got that from his LinkedIn information, so go for social media. And this is actually my second part of an interview on the radio station, the first being a perspective from the student's point of view. Today, I wanted to go from the other side and get the management point of view. So, Derek, welcome. And I will begin by saying, first of all, thank you not only for the opportunity to be on your radio show, but to actually sit down for an interview with me on on air. And I will start off just by asking you to tell us a little bit about yourself and same with the students and other, other folks. What brought you to KWC? So, my background which is a loaded question. Anyone that's had longevity in radio, they have a bit of a resume. Radio background is mostly right here in Owensboro, mostly. Okay. I'd say 90%, 95. First uh, started 22 years ago. That's how long, I'm going to tell my age a little bit, right out of high school. But even growing up, I wanted to be in radio in some shape or form. Uh, even at eight years old, I remember riding in the back seat of the, the car with my mom and dad and listening to the radio local radio station here and i said i want to be that guy one of these days i heard a dj talking and mom turned around and said you can be whatever you want and which is exactly what she should have said what was your first radio experience my very first radio experience was probably in middle school they had a makeshift radio station here at burns middle school okay they called it wbms for burns middle school it wasn't actually broadcasting anywhere but it was part of a curriculum and i obviously had to take it because uh, i and i pretended to be a dj there early on i was already um, volunteering my voice for things in middle school high school reading the pledge once a week over the pa system ah. just little things like that in high school of course i started participating with things that made you speak in front of people mm-hmm. for example public speaking through ffa if it wasn't for ffa i probably couldn't have done radio be honest with you and why is that confidence okay there was so many public speaking opportunities that i participated in and i I had to be nudged by my advisor so many times you got this you got this i actually won an award once and thought i guess i can do this that's a bit of a background there it's it's a loaded question because how did i end up here now i want to correct your well you are correct but uh, you didn't scroll down far enough on linkedin (laughs) It's uh, a social media mind. We we don't keep attention long enough. Our attention span is too short. Tell me about it. Uh, <laughs> if you scroll down further, you'll notice that I started here at Kentucky Wesleyan in 2006 and worked until late 2010 I left for a little bit and got a phone call about a year and a half later. Would you come back? And that was 2012 when nice. I came back on my birthday, as a matter of fact, January 20th. That's a good birthday gift. Which is which was really cool. So, And I've been here ever since. You do the math, 2006 to 2020, it's been here a while. So. You have. Well, and, and the fact that they called you back after you left has to make you feel good. It does make me feel really well, especially on my birthday like that. Well, here's, a, here's a little tidbit for you. The birthday of the radio station is January 21st. Is it? Yep. The radio station's also an Aquarius. Wow. That's good to know. <laughs> At 1983, uh, January 21st, 1983 is when this radio station first signed on. Oh, thank you for that. I did not. I did not know that. And has it been operational every year since? Yeah, absolutely. 
when it first signed on, uh, I guess probably the first 10 years, it would sign on during the day and then t- would be signed off at night. In other words, just okay. simply turn the station off, transmitter off, and then yes. the FCC with the, the addition of uh, automation were able to uh, broadcast 24-7 that, that, somewhere in the 90s when that took place. Okay. In your role from 2006 or, or 2012, wherever we're looking at it, you, you run basically the entire station. So you have to wear many different hats during the course of any given day. Can you walk us through a little bit of a general day? I don't think you probably have an average day at all, but, <laughs> but walk us through a little bit of a general day. A general day, well, you have to be mindful of what your station sounds like. I take it home. I'm always listening to the station, making sure that it's the programming is uh, on time, the station sounds correct, and, uh, and I do the same thing when I come in. You know, I make sure that uh, we're up to date, weathers are taken care of, we have students that record weathers now, and I make sure that that's taken care of. You know, you're, you're supposed to do that as a manager, you know. Yeah. And then after that, you start uh, you start your day with uh, communicating with folks like yourself and email, through, via email. And then students, what I love about, especially when semesters are in, students are communicating nonstop, and it's great. And I read something the other day. If your most passionate people in your organization stop talking, there's a problem. Ah with your organization or something internal is happening and every single student here talks to me constantly they're always coming up with ideas and that's probably my favorite part of that and that's uh, great so in the semesters again the other side note is keeping the station on yeah i wear a lot of hats i'm the general manager the program director music director keeping the music going and fresh and something that students enjoy while the community enjoys is also not necessarily a daunting task, but it it, it, it's, it keeps you busy and uh, keeping that going. And funding. Recently, uh, are putting more of an emphasis on bringing some funding into uh, CART. That's the Communication Arts Program, as well as the radio station. And, okay. And we're just getting started on that. And one form we do that is form of underwriting, where businesses uh, and individuals, if they'd like, to underwrite uh, on the radio station and our inter- if you're listening right now and you're interested, give me a call and we'll we'll talk to you about it. So most certainly, yes, and and you should before the station gets so popular you can't afford to get in early. You you mentioned working with students, and every time I come to see you, you have students walking in and out of the office and yep. doing several different projects. And working with students is not always easy. They have very diverse schedules. They mm-hmm. have multiple priorities during the course of any given day. So talk to me a little bit about how you view working with students, how you view that mentoring process. I view it because I was a student once, as were you. And I know when I, when I, was, when I was in college, I remembered I was a human being. And these kids are human beings, too. And I was also really busy. So back up to when I was in college, I had full-time job already in radio, third shift on top of that wow. while going to college full-time and then i ended up landing a part-time job at the college so i was really busy and but yet it's, it still felt like you're young you've got this you can do this and never really looked at you like you're a human being you know right i'm old enough now i call them kids now <laughs> and uh i hadn't that hadn't happened until this year it seems like but you treat them like human beings for one they have their own views we're actually going to start a podcast here pretty soon. This came to to mind to me. I'm going to call it Generation Gap, I think. Okay. Uh, I'm just old enough now where there is a, I see it. 
every single day when I listen to these kids talk, I'm behind. I used to be able to keep up with them, but now I'm behind at least two generations now. And they say things that I don't understand. And I say things they don't understand. But I've developed enough of a relationship with with the students working here where I came to every one of them said, would you like to join me on a podcast, rotating a co-host, if you will, to talk about what 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 are things you see, you perceive now versus my generation. We're going to delve into some pretty serious topics. What are, I think what, that's an excellent idea. Uh, we're talking discrimination, age discrimination, but not just age, but what about sexual discrimination? What does their generation feel about sexual discrimination? Does it even exist to them now? You're going to find that it doesn't anymore, which I think is pretty cool, you know. So, but I've been talking to these kids, getting to know them, and I'm and I'm quite proud of this generation growing up, and I think that helps uh, with the relationship too. And I understand they're humans, you know. This is just one student of an example of the the many that we have now. His name's Nate. He works for the radio station. He he's also a music major. He plays saxophone. He, he's actually in two bands here. And so he's practicing with music constantly. He's he's in another club. He's in the club here at the radio station. Not only is he in the club, but he's an officer on top of that. <laughs> Plus, does an air shift here. I don't know when the kid sleeps, but that's just one one student of several. They they all have things to do. I've been in higher education my entire life, and every year I am simply amazed by the power of the students, the fluidity of the students, and what I always tell people is being on campus, you, you do keep up a little bit more with, this is going to date me, but you, you keep up a little more with, with the common vernacular yeah. of, of the campus, so to speak. So that that's always a fun part. I do notice with a lot of your students, they aren't majoring in this particular area yeah. of academics. They come from across the entirety of the campus. And how is it that you attract those types of students? And for students who aren't majoring in this area, can you explain a little bit, what are the benefits of working on a radio station if if your major does not align on paper? At the beginning of this semester, I sent an email out at the very beginning of the semester to all the students. And it was a fun email saying, we're looking for volunteers. If you're interested, email me. I wasn't expecting the uh, inundation of emails. Oh. It was well over 20 students that responded that showed interest. Some of them, when they came in, realized that their schedules were too busy and they couldn't, but maybe next semester was how we left it. That's how I recruited. Uh, that's how we had, we went from an average of four students a semester. We have well over 15 right now, that's amazing. which is great. And that's a combination of the volunteers you met too mm-hmm. on your last show. They're, they're volunteers, but I'll tell you, I touch on what's happening to some of the volunteers because it, it always grows their curriculum it's it's great and we have some practicum students and some work study that work here too and i'll usually ask are you eligible for work study well i don't know we'll go find out and you get paid to be here and i've already had two that's become work study because of that all they gotta do is ask it doesn't hurt to ask and the practicum students are usually uh, your calm majors now you're talking about majors outside of communications michaela you you interviewed her she's a business yes, Business slash, uh, I think she said, graphic design. Correct. I told her, I said, if you want, if you want to stay and play radio, let's turn this into something. Talk to your advisor. Let's see if we can turn this into an internship. We need a new website for the radio station, so we're going to make her an intern. She's going to help build a website, and she'll get credit for it. 
We have her. We have uh, Emily, who is also a graphic design major. Okay. Right across the hallway, works with Heather. She's going to help build that website with him, uh, with Michaela. And she's going to get to play radio along with it. So, And I'm seeing these kids becoming so confident with themselves. Two zoology majors. I asked them. I always ask them, what are their interests? Because I like to incorporate their interests with the radio station. Want to work with animals? Obviously, with uh, zoology, they're going to be with. They want to work with animals. In particular, both of them love horses. Huh. I said, "There's a nonprofit organization here called Dream Riders of Kentucky. They're a therapeutic riding." And I said, "Would you like to maybe work with them?" Absolutely. And I said, "Maybe we could work it out where you take the radio station with you and broadcast at Dream Riders, riding horses, interviewing them on your shows." Oh, what a great integration of. Yeah, and an outreach to the community. Not only by voice are you getting the students to to work in the community and to get off campus, but physically getting them out to work with the different vendors and industry leaders and and areas of Owensboro they may never have seen. And, Absolutely, and to really start doing things that, that most people never get a chance to do as an undergraduate. You talked about these students going from four to over fifteen, and. I've noticed just in the time I've been here, the prominence of the radio has risen on campus. There's a little more chatter about it, which is what you want on on radio. And yeah. uh, so I, I heard that you have the WKWC Panther Radio Society. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, after the integration of all the new students, one student in particular, Wish Reed, came to me and said, do we have a club or society? And I said, No. And she goes, do we want one? I said, I don't see why not. She goes, okay, I'll, I'll draw up a constitution for the society and email it to you tomorrow. Well, the same day, actually, I got an email from her, and it was this, I don't know, 10-page constitution <laughs> written out, filled out properly. And she said, I'm going to present this to SGA on Friday. This was a few weeks back. Is it okay? I went, yeah, it's absolutely okay. And she had the guts to stand in front of all of SGA asking to be to have this club formed and they went that's all you want you want to you want to be a club she said yep approved we're good but she had the guts to do that and i said there's our president of our first our first run of officers and we already have officers established there's just been so much happening since the beginning of this semester it's been really neat to see it well and and it's obvious that uh, in in talking with the students who work here that they, they perceive this as their family and and now to have that official recognition on campus that of what they are doing really solidifies uh, w- what a great job you're doing and, and what a wonderful job they're doing with their outreach. So congratulations well, on that aspect. Thank you. And I tell you, it's a lot of it. It's, it's them. They don't realize it, but they're in charge. You know, I just kind of coach them along, you know, uh, they're the ones that I'm, that uh, they need the pat on the back because uh, I'm just giving them the tools and they're, gr- they're adults. That they are. We, you know, college is a liaison between young, uh, you know, let's face it, teenagers to young adults. And this is my opportunity to kind of nudge them to become adults. And and it gives them an ownership. So now as now there's, there's a club here, you know, it's make or break time. They've got a yes. club now. They're officers. There's members. And I, I, I told them, I said, you need a mission statement and you need to live by that mission statement. You want to give that responsibility, give people a chance to continue to grow. And as we come toward the end, yeah. you've done just wonderful things with the students, and you're reaching out for support. Do you have any last words you would like to give before we sign off today? And thank you so much again for agreeing to sit with me during this time. 
I see we went over. Imagine that, talking to me. We went over on, <laughs> on your show. And last words, I just thank you for listening. Advice to uh, any, any of the students listening that have thought about it. You can do it. I don't know how many students came to me bashful, hiding behind themselves. You met two of them that were that way. Most certainly. And, but they had an interest. And they felt like they were – I got a kick out of listening to them talk to you uh, on your show – how it felt like to them they were just thrown on the air <laughs> oh yes yes <laughs> and i can see from their point of view that's probably what it feels like but if you're going to be involved with the radio station you're going to be on the air there's a much more gentler approach to it you know you go on the air but i spell it out for you i work with you on the air and i don't just throw you in there to the wolves so to speak um eventually i'm going to step back and go you got this you know otherwise uh but if you if you if there's an interest in it, we're also going to be growing. You know, there's a lot of things being put in place now for next semester. As I mentioned, the website and things like that, they're going to be signing up for internships. That's going to take place next semester. So it's not right. now, but but we're we're laying the foundation down now, and so much growth is coming. We're going to have news on here. We're going to have sports. We're going to have a sports department, news department, full weather department. I mean, there's so many things that's going to be added that uh, we're going to establish and you know like i said the funding is going to be a big part of that there are the the clubs are talking about a fundraiser this summer oh that's wonderful so they're already taking a fair bit of their own responsibility they sure are they want to and we're going to talk about what's a fair breakdown of the money go to their club and how much goes to the radio station you know that kind of thing and they already know that they 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 need to raise some money for their club but it's also supposed to benefit the station. And I sure. love that about them already. They already know the big picture. And if somebody in the community wanted to reach out and help support the radio station, who should they contact? Then contact me uh, directly. My email is uh, D Hancock, D H A N C O C K, at kwc.edu. And you can call me direct. That's okay. My number is 270 314 0512. You can also look me up on LinkedIn, apparently. Yes, that you can. That you can. <laughs> Facebook and all the social medias, and be glad to talk to alumni. And um, this station is, I feel, is extremely important. I, I truly do. Uh, that's why I've been here for so long. It's a viable radio station for learning, but it's also for the community as well. Uh, when I say learning, it teaches. There's going to be kids that's going to leave out of here. We are teaching production. You've talked to Andrew about audio mm-hmm. production. We've talked <clears throat> about they're they're on air already. They're going to learn how to voice track. And there's another term you're probably like, what's that? But there's just all these terms that these kids will be able to walk out and, and step into the Cromwell radio group a block away with a resume and air check. That's audio that dem, yep. demo and say, I can do these things. Consider me for a job that can go across the street at WBKR and talk to them. Or example for Aubrey, when she graduates and goes back home to Louisiana if this may not be the career choice, but there might be a good fill-in gap. She can go to a radio station in Louisiana and go, I can do these things. Most certainly. And that's another benefit of that, too. And that's where I think the station is very viable in the community. And that's that's the secret and success of this station. we got to keep it going, and that includes the funding. And without contributions, we don't exist. Well, you are definitely an, an integral part of the campus. and. and also an integral part of of the Owensboro region. So thank you once again. Keep growing. Keep mentoring the students. They're they're all wonderful under your tutelage. So I, I can't thank you enough. 
and thank you for being here and having me on the show. And looks like I got some editing to do. The show is running long. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always have too much fun when we get together. Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you.